This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome, After Buzzers. You're watching the After Show for Greenleaf Season 4, Episode 5, Unwanted, where tonight we talk Charity's Change of Heart, Bishop and May's Rocky Road, and Grace faces AJ's, AJ's Truth with Grace, Merle Dandridge, star Greenleaf herself. Stay tuned for more. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, Greenleaf fans. We are back for a special episode. I'm your host, Shaka Smith, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Miss TK Trinidad. What's up, y'all? You can see her every week on Women's we- um, Weekly Wrestling, and we've got Thelma and Bezoe Daniel. Hello, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Who you can catch on Sundays on our after show for Succession, and of course, we have Grace Greenleaf, Merle Dandridge, star of Greenleaf herself. How hey, are you? Shaka. <laughs> hey, It's Hello. so nice to be with you. Yes, oh, we're so yes. Happy to have you. Amazing, happy. I don't think I've been here since season one. Season one, yeah. Which, let me just say, what kind of incredible support that you all have been giving us. Oh, well, you guys have given us the stories and uh, the, the entertainment. The uh, drama. I'm and yeah. growth. Like, <laughs> well, impeccable growth as yeah. well. Oh, that's fantastic. But to have a forum like this where people can really talk about the ideas and the thoughts, because we, I mean, we break down some big ideas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and in ways that, as the viewer, we haven't seen before. We haven't seen a lot of this mega church mm-hmm. drama on black television before. So mm-hmm. it's just nice to be able to have these stories that we can discuss. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you guys are, are making a place for that is really, really wonderful. So I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I know it's a lot of work. And, you know, every yeah. every week really mm-hmm. doing that. And the way people come up to me on the street and still need to have these deep conversations about what's happening. Yeah. It, it, it needs to be talked about, so thank you. Yeah, we love it. It's uh, our honor and our pleasure. So, <laughs> Well, let's get into our overall thoughts of this episode. I'm still like floored. I watched it this morning because I, <laughs> I wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, it's deep. There comes a reveal. That's the pre-tape. But, yeah. it, is, it is. It is. Um, uh, it was a great, it was a great show. I, um, was my thing is I relate a lot to Grace and my biggest takeaway from it is that because Grace is almost like a fixer mm. now that you know AJ has revealed everything that's gone on in his life right. is she now gonna look back at all the decisions that she made and question them right. cause that was my thing I was like dang did I make all the right decisions in my life like look what Grace is going through so um, that was kind of my biggest thing especially with AJ and him talking about you know his experiences right yeah. I agree completely and I think that Unravel kind of started with Sophie the episode before where it was that wake-up call for Gigi where it's like, listen, you have always been saying this and you've stood on this pedestal and now you kind of have to face it in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And I think this episode gave us a lot of language to a lot of the things that we felt like she might already be going through. So I'm really interested to see how that continues to come back. 
Yeah, for for me it was about the work. I said this family's not done yet. This yeah. family still has a <laughs> lot never of never be done. I mean, a lot for, of work. I, there were moments where it felt like things were going on the right road and that they were starting to find some healing and the communication was starting to be on the same level, mm-hmm. but this episode got me to where there's still a lot more work to be done. Yeah, what I really loved is that everyone was very specifically confronted mm-hmm. with who they who they are and what they have done, yeah. and they really had to look inward. And I fe- feel like it, it, there, I love that there was even a moment where Jacob just you know was like, "God, I need you to I mm-hmm. need you to handle this." And, yeah. and I feel like everyone is going to the place where they just need to get down on their knees and and surrender it because for to for Grace to look into AJ's eyes and to see the actual. Um, result mm-hmm. for him to lay it out for. I mean, I think she knows he might not have had the best life, but for him to lay it out for her, it's a lot deeper and a lot more painful than you think, mm-hmm. and that is a result directly of your actions yeah. mm-hmm. and what that must feel like for her. Continuing yeah. actions, yeah. 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 It's like, that's the yes. thing. It's like it's not over. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was one of those moments. Again, it's like a quick reminder as human beings like we're not only responsible for our intentions but also the implications of them Mm -hmm. so it's like it doesn't matter it does but it doesn't really matter what you intended to do and how you wanted it to help and where you were because look at this person look where he is Mm -hmm. and a lot of the fears that you had even would kind of like mix that relationship between sophie and age Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline it's like was it really worth it at yeah. the end of the day mm-hmm. yeah. and I mean Charity gets confronted with that she has to look the, the result of her actions in the face Lady May yeah. she has to really, really? Oh, she's been doing oh that for gosh. a while now I, and it's I, like I, every yeah. episode gets worse um, <laughs> but she's also been pushing it too I yeah. think Lady May is su- such in such an um, introspective place where she's letting everybody know like the way we did it in the past is not the way it's going to work so she keeps echoing that of that like come back to ourselves come back to vulnerability mm-hmm. like we can't try to do things the raw, raw way that got us to where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We have to unthink and unlearn that process. But it's going to be the same thing. It's almost the same thing as you know the, the position Grace is in. Lady May, I think Grace got that from Lady May. Mm. Lady May is a fixer. Even though we didn't agree with a lot of stuff that she was doing, she did it with the intent of you know securing her family and the legacy. Mm-hmm. So now she's taking a different res- uh, approach, but still trying to fix things. But, and and she still got some fire <laughs> to go through. <laughs> did you did you notice in that end scene um, that I picked up an apple? I did, I did that on purpose. I was like, is this too on the nose? Yeah. Is yeah. this too on the nose? Yeah. You know, like yeah. Garden of Eden and also Apple Tree. Here well, we are, you know, let yeah. me, Mama, I'm, I'm not so different from you than, mm-hmm. I, than I thought. And I think that has been like the reoccurring current throughout this season is like that realization. Because I think it was even said to Grace, like, okay, you might be doing it this way, but you're still doing what your mom would have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and, and are you sure that this is the right thing to do? Right. But you're still trying to be a fixer yeah. in some way. You're still trying to hide. Things. Yeah. Mm. What, what I loved about this episode is who would have thought Charity would be the first to kind of come to her senses in, in a sense. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, well, let's not even talk about Charity uh, right now. I'm like, sis, oh my God. I'm so upset. Well, I've been upset all season. Oh my gosh. Well, I, gotta, I gotta ask because I thought Charity was gonna really go down this road. I thought mm. she was gonna really be fully invested in like screwing her family over, which 
to me, didn't meet the truth of who Charity was. Yeah, it's not yeah. a so, but it just seemed like that's where she was going. Um, did you guys? Were you guys surprised at all um, by this change of heart? Well, I, I think she's not as committed to that. Like she thought she could do it, but that's just not her. Mm. However, then you see Philip Dumas like pretty much just bait her into going because that's what's going to happen. He's baiting her and going to back into the same direction because, you know, he's using his suaveness and all this other stuff. And it's just kind of like, Charity, girl, like, you're not going to do that anymore. So, therefore, do not fraternize with the enemy because he's mm-hmm. the enemy. So, like, why bother sit down with him? That She's was my so thing. so vulnerable yeah. and that it's is, so dangerous. And, and mm-hmm. it's so, um, it's kind of like a predator, you know what I mean? They know yeah. who mm-hmm. to go after. And I the think Char- yeah, Charity is just screaming of this like vulnerability that is so detrimental to her family at this time. Mm-hmm. And I think that the same way everyone is going introspective, she needs to realize that she's the source of a lot of her problems because I think that That's delayed gratification, happen. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Then that that we'll talk about it. Like, what, what, what is it that you feel is so um, unredeeming, unredeemable. Well, not unredeeming. I think we, as people, we have a certain almost set of characteristics, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the ones who are self-aware, we're able to change, you know, some of it, but we're kind of the same type of people. And Charity, I think she's very vulnerable, and that is a good thing when she's around the right group of people, mm-hmm. and she's in the right headspace. But mm-hmm. because she's not in the right headspace, and you have people like, you know, Philip the Predators, seeing that, it's, you know, but, it's not going to work out. But she had that moment. Wait a minute. She, she had that moment. She's realized that she, she, I think she knows she's vulnerable. I think she knows that about herself. I think she sometimes wants to give in, and she lets, and she goes with it. Right. But she knows that she is sort of a little vulnerable, and she just plays within that boundary, but she had that moment where she realized what she had done, she went up to Phil DeMars, and un- in no uh, in- uncertain terms, she told him, I'm not doing this. Well, she, I'm not, I'm not going to give you anything more on my family. Right. I'm done. She realized that she's vulnerable, but she doesn't realize that she could be taken advantage of. Because if you realize that part, then... I think she does realize, and I think she allows it. Because I think it's sometimes easier mm, to be well, then comfortably you, taken advantage then of. Then need to pray for charity. But no, well, but no, but that that's, that's, I think, even in the best moments, that's still who charity is, right? So, like, even having a moment with Bishop where it's like, oh, you're the heart of the family. Just, it takes little crumbs, to really kind of like bring her back into that like reassurance that she's seeking mm-hmm. and I think that that's just a symptom of the problem which is a deep brokenness within herself mm-hmm. so until she kind of like addresses that self esteem issue that true confidence she can never be the associate pastor that she wants to be she can never be the sibling that she wants to be she can never be the friend that she wants to be because she's still able to be leveraged through that vulnerability of acceptance mm. so I think that that's the issue that I'm having with charity and to be sitting right next to the sister who triggers you so much mm-hmm. and and of course Grace has so much guilt about you know possibly having even left her in the the path of a predator when she was young you know mm-hmm. I think she was just so she, with all of Grace's stuff needed to get out when she was young so you, all of a sudden after she's gone she's like oh I did leave Charity behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did leave her in the wake of, of, of uh, so many, um, so many things. So many things. And so I, yeah. So yeah. I think that's why she keeps giving Charity a little bit more rope and yeah. and um, uh, forgiveness and constantly, you know. Yeah. And, and we don't think Phil Phil has actually laid his cards out on the table at all. Or do we think that Phil is actually being honest about the role he had to play in order to try to? come up and oh, is Sean, that a re- he's, he's laying the right cards but is that a re- he knows what to do that that's the re- that's that's <laughs> no. what it is is that the reality of the situation no he he was in a situation where his church was taken over and then he had to make some hard decisions yes. oh we feel so bad for <laughs> no, Phil no. I feel so bad I know he probably wasn't play it, 
in I that situation, that. <laughs> but then he also sees that he picks the weakest link. Yeah. So he still needs to get work done. He still he still has a goal in mind, and Charity is going to be part of that plan, and he's going to try to bring her in by hook or by crook. So he's going to use his suaveness and all this other stuff to get her there and tell her a story and tell her a story in a, in a way where she's going to feel like, oh... Then he's done. He's done his job. Yeah, so he's yeah. laid out his cards, but he's laid out his cards in a particular way. Did you see yeah. that twinkle in her eye when she was reading the book again? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. like girl. I thought that was a sweet moment. I Are you serious? Like, sweet. Well, oh my gosh, well, okay, I can't I, with you. I thought, look, like, <laughs> I think it was very calculated. Charity is someone who needs. It would be nice to see her in a nice relationship where she feels supported. With, with, with Bill? Are you serious? Yeah. Are you kidding? First of all, okay. the whole... Okay, <laughs> stop. Stop. Please stop. Please stop. You cannot <laughs> be serious. Stop. No, 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 I, no, no, I thought no. once he had the moment of laying his cards on the table and respecting, <laughs> respecting he her... Laid his no. cards, he laid his cards on, his t- on the table. Oh, it's a manipulation. Yes. It was a manipulation tactic. Yes. That's, that's well. like a guy going on a date and laying his cards on the table with the intent of getting the booty and not having a relationship. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he did. This took a left turn. I do agree. Exactly. Exactly. Right. 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 I'm sorry. We're gonna have to take a poll of uh, all the guys, everyone listening right now. So, Thelma, uh, if you could let them know if uh, they could join us and give us some comments. Absolutely, yeah. guys. You know we love you so much. You keep us current. You keep us talking, and we are the ESPN of TV talk only because of you. So go ahead and log in. Whether you love reality, sci-fi, drama, comedy, sports, sports whatever it is, yeah. go ahead and. Comment Comment, like, subscribe, and you know we'll be able to shout you out in the live chat because we're so grateful for you guys. So stay tuned with us as we continue the rest of the show. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, guys. And so let's let us know if you're feeling Philip and Terry together or not. No, that's not even an option. You know what? Across the board, in case you guys, you know, for those listening on iTunes Uh, 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 and Spotify who are going to rate us, we're all shaking our heads now. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Sean uh, Blakemore, who plays Phil, he's really funny. Obviously a great actor and a a great guy, uh, family man and and all that. Shout out, Sean. We love you. but he's always joking with me on set, calling me like, sis, hey, you know when I'm in the Greenleaf family, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's about if you want some serious side eye from me, that's how you get it. I, yeah. think, I think the writers could get there. It could feel genuine to the audience, but there would have to be some serious, like, unpacking of what it started off as and also, like, real growth in telling charity, like, some of the things that we've talked about, right? Some mm-hmm. of the things that they're both working on. So, I think there'd have to be, like, a strip down of vulnerability yeah, for yeah. us to even start to believe that this could be a genuine So you connection. actually think this is actually even possible? No, no, no. I think it could only be possible if the back work is done. As of right now, I don't think it... No, no, no. no, no as of right now, I think it couldn't be... She's like, I don't know. What but kind like, of back I work mean, y'all need? we're in America. There's, mem- there's, there's people beyond the church. You don't yeah. need to date people that's in the church. Like, let's, 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 is there like a Christian mingle app? Let's get <laughs> cherry on that. Oh like, my you know, gosh, we get cherry on e-harmony. Yeah, I guess cherry on that. We don't need to, we don't need cherry in the church. Okay, we'll send up for predictions. We'll see what happens. That's in episode six. Hey, sis, so I have this website I want you to see. Well, I'm like, Bishop might be on the website soon. Oh, No, I definitely headed there. We had a rocky Road. We, this was this that was close my girls. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, Bishop is getting more and more tired of me. <laughs> but he tries. Like, he, he always, really he always he comes back. What do you mean obey? He always. <laughs> yeah, he always hey. comes back. But at some point, I'm like, he's just gonna not come no, back. No, he's, he's always gonna come back. 
He's uh, how long have they been married for? Lady May has not changed. She's changed in certain ways, but the core of who she is is probably who she was before she had kids. <laughs> so he knew what he was dealing with, and he's. Been, I, I feel if he's been here this far, this long enough, then he needs to just keep on, keep he's on also going that road. Innocent. He, he said he did say something to me that made me think when he said I. He said even, something to you. Well, <laughs> <he> said, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's how I feel on the show. They're talking to me. Yeah, well, are, said, yeah I, they do. He said I haven't told you how I felt felt about Lionel and this whole. Yeah, thing. I did. I didn't once bring that up. Yeah. That's a really good point yeah. because she was just laying all of his demons, all of his garbage, rehashing all the stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And and in you know, in relationships, what do you, what do y'all think? That just really had me in yeah. my feelings. When yeah. he said that, I was like, oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that made me think he's getting to that point where he may not come back that next time. No, because I, those feelings have to be so deep and he hasn't had the opportunity to express them. So, just, I think they're multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. Mm. And when you don't express, it's gonna, it's a powder keg. I think that's fair, but I think even more so, what could be even more frustrating to a person is the assumption, right? Is because I've, you know how I feel about my daughter. You know that this will always be my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about the things surrounding this situation, but you don't really know the core of how I'm feeling. And to assume is the issue. I think that's when you then like take me out of it, and then it becomes all about more of me and more of the toxicity that we've had in our relationship. Relationship. I think that's more detrimental than like how he really feels because like he even said this season I'm still here. No, no, I mean how he feels about the the betrayal. The, I mean, he just hasn't said anything. He, yeah. like, he really hasn't said you well, know like this does, hurt me. She also doesn't seem like she's gonna talk about it too, and he probably also knows that. Like it's one of those things where you know you know some people they just immediately shut down mm-hmm. and you're not gonna get anything from them. And she seems like that type of person where it's just certain things. She's not going to talk about. So maybe that's one of the reasons why, you know, he just didn't even want to bother with it. I don't, personally, don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere, but I think she, I feel like she doesn't have a right to not talk about well, it I think that's, and I She think doesn't, that's... but she just doesn't seem like the person. How did to... you feel last season when he forgave her so quickly? For, you know, Grace not being his biological child. That's huge. His favorite child. He, he, he hasn't even unpacked. I feel like he hasn't even fully unpacked, like, how he feels about that. I think that's leaning into faith. Uh, you know, for the bishop, he just had to lean into God and lean yeah. into faith in that moment. That's all you can do in that mm-hmm. moment is do that. But I, and I think he's been holding on to that. But the more she keeps poking the bear, yeah. you know that that faith gets shaken. Right. Mm-hmm. You have a man who's going to do that and and like go all you know relies on God and mm-hmm. and gives it wholly over to him and yeah. said you are still you know I still honor this bond mm-hmm. and yet she still is bringing up this petty stuff on the other side. Exactly. Yeah. You know that is and he even tries to please her. Remember when he went to go and he got the information about the pastor for Lady May yeah. and she's like we don't want that and he's like but. This is what you do. This is. Yeah. I'm just trying to. This go, is your thing. Yeah, it's your I'm thing. I'm trying to get on your and page. Now, you, now you're getting upset. Like I'm, I'm so confused yeah. right now. I, I think the be beyond all of that because the thing with, with life is there's always these these ups and downs. There's gonna be something. Obviously, you know, finding out your child's not your child is huge. But yeah. I think at the core of it, when they started this church and when they started, they actually started in love and something beyond that. You know, some people just get married, just you know, okay, we here. This is what yeah. we doing. I feel like they actually they genuinely loved each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's what's been carrying them through all those ups and downs. I mean, I agree. I just, I, I, I just, I, I'm getting that feeling from Bishop. It's just. I think you the, just the, want Bishop to leave, though. No, no. I actually like them. And when he came back and didn't go to Atlanta, I, you know, I said to myself, there's certain relationships that are we're going to be together no matter what. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, however it looks. At the end of the day, we're together, and I mm-hmm. felt that until that moment where he said, you know, I, I haven't even told you how I felt about Lionel. So, ladies, um, just to be clear. 
Shaka ships uh, Charity and <laughs> Phil DeMars and is all about Bishop and Lady May breaking up. Oh, yeah. This is classic. With Faith and, and all the beauty of it, and I think Grace, he has a very special relationship with her, so at the end of the day, we've talked about this a lot within, like, bloodlines and it being your child no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. That nurture yeah. curve. Mm. But I think that it's really important for him to first realize that he hasn't begun to unpack what that really means to him. Yeah. I think that's where it is. And then he's in a relationship that doesn't really give the breathing room for that level mm-hmm. of vulnerability and accountability. So it's like, if I'm going to tell you how I feel about all this, what well, are we going to do with and, it? And your partner's mm-hmm. supposed to do that for you. Is to, they're supposed to give you that breathing room. They're supposed to say, I'm going to make myself available for you to talk and let you make doesn't do that. But she, do, I mean, let's also take into account that Bishop had a near-death experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That will make you pull, pull things into focus real yeah. quick, too. Yeah. You know? And so I think that probably brought him back to Lady May, but maybe... And then Elsie yeah. was seduced by, uh, well, I forgot her, real, her name on the show, Latoya Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was seduced by her, so he might, he might, even from that experience, you know, having somebody that, you know, paid this attention to, but was actually using you, and you didn't even realize it. Like, all these little things that happened within season three... Mm-hmm. That he might be like, man, like, this yeah. woman, for all her faults, like, we can do this together, mm-hmm. whereas the outside world, their intentions are not, you know, as genuine. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, I think he's there, but we'll see. Um, she, but, Shaka, you just want I, to, I just think Bishop's clear. Family. I think he knows I, what's, hap- what's up. And I think he's in a place of, of real, um, I mean, obviously, he's gone through a retirement and mm-hmm. you know anytime a big life change happens yeah. you have to reevaluate and I love that they're touching on that and mm-hmm. you know I'm like they like yeah. <laughs> I love that that the show has touched on it and um it, it, and lets you see him searching for you know what's my next step what am I he's looking to be you know what is my purpose going mm-hmm. forward and mm-hmm. you know I, I, we all have you know, parents who have um retired and then you're like you see when they start to lose uh, yeah. that yeah, fire, so, you know, yeah. until they find that thing. Yeah. And then it's my like, oh, went, they're alive again. Yeah. yeah, my mom went right back to work. She was retired for a year and a half and then went back to work. It's like, Because well, it's the purpose, right? Yeah, it's like, what something. keeps you up at Does night? Bishop stay with May if May doesn't continue on this path, this path of growth? Because May, to me, is still very much growing and needs to continue to evolve. We're all growing, Shaka. <laughs> and, and Shaka, all yeah, Shaka apparently... Mm. Oh, oh, he's, on, he's my prayer pick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's I like that. I also think there's a touch of like continuation, like this generational—I wouldn't say generational curse—but this brokenness between like parents. So you see that going on, parent and sibling, parent and child. So I think that when that comes more into play this season, that could be another aspect for people to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, how are we really addressing our secrets? How are we really addressing this relationship with our children? And how can we stop this from maybe happening again in yeah. the next generation? Mm. And the lady may is and- also being uh, confronted by different people. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say the next the next confrontation, which is kind of my the funnest one, was yes. May and Carissa. Let's talk about May and Carissa. Oh. <laughs> we actually, we actually, got, okay, we actually yeah. came to blows for that one, right? Uh, oh, Carissa, like, why would you do that in her bedroom? <laughs> like, it's just like, well, she's like, like hey, so... Yeah, like, 
Like, you deserve You know why? Because she thought she was up out of that piece. She was like, yeah. I'm up out of here, and I'm going to give you my what's what. And mm. then we get that reveal at the very end. Yeah. Uh, her face. Her face. I mean, it was everything. Thank you for your services. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Kim Hawthorne. That was yeah. dope. Yeah. Like, how she got that that expression perfect. Um, she was like, she, like she was going to puke. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that was, yeah, that's the, the emotion you would You have. could almost see her calculating, how do I go back to Lady May now? Oh, uh, my gosh. What did you guys wow. think about that 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 confrontation and and Carissa finally getting off her chest what she fully felt about Lady May? I I, I feel like yes, Carissa definitely has a right to that thoughts because you know it feels like Lady May has been treating her you know horribly and accepted other people in the family but not Carissa. But I would personally have waited until I was fully outside the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's just like, you know, like, you know when somebody owes you money or you're, you're waiting for a check and you already mm-hmm. spent the check before the check even came? It's one of those situations. Like, I'd rather like, have the check and then it's like, now I could spend it. Like, mm-hmm. I would personally just wait until I was outside the house to actually tell Lady May how, you know, how I felt. Whereas Krista, and, and she's probably been sitting on it for a long period of time, so it's probably been eating on her. But even the furniture thing, like, why ask for the furniture? Yeah. Well, I mean, she, she needed the furniture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my biggest issue with Carissa is, I think it's been mentioned this season, patience. Right? And just but she's been tap- patient for a long time, though. She, yeah, she's I mean, been... It's been a minute. <laughs> it has, but I still think that there's a tact to how you maneuver. And I think even her daughter knows that she's reading The Art of War. Like, there's a lot going on that I think that, like, she can kind of hold off on. So we've seen Lady May even, like, talk about her patience when it came to, like, selling the property, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then I felt like in this situation, she could have held her tongue. I know that, I know, I know we've been waiting for this for a long time, but I think that there was, there was a different chess move for her to play. Mm-hmm. Because oh, now yeah. she's, you've shown all your cards and now you have no leverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always a better move to play, right? But I think for this moment, Carissa needed this for herself and she thought it was a safe situation. That said, and I loved it as a viewer, I think she overstepped her bounds. That's still Jacob's mom. Oh, like, yeah. That's still your husband's mother. You can't yeah. speak to her like that. Well, that's why I yeah. said, I think, last, uh, last week or the week before, it's like the end of the day, like, you knew who... The family you were marrying, you knew, it, it appeared to me that Jacob's always been close to his family. Like, they live on the same property. You probably <laughs> moved on, you probably moved into the house when you got married. So you knew the people that you were dealing with, and you had a choice before you said, I do, mm-hmm. if you're going to deal with this. Like, I think in her world, she actually might have thought that, okay, well, when I get him to myself, I'm going to move him away, and that's I not... I think Jacob made promises, though. Did you... Did you get the sense that Jacob made promises to her that she was relying, that she'd been relying on for... Yeah, and, you know, I'm thinking back to something that Chris had said um, maybe last season about how her mom uh, made her feel like she was she was leveling up, like she was mm-hmm. lucky to marry into the Greenleafs, mm-hmm. you know? And I loved this scene because... I know she comes off as well. No, she not comes off. She kind of is shrill yeah. and and uh, and prickly around yeah. the edges. But the vulnerability with which she started that conversation, you're like, this is why. This is. I mean, mm-hmm. how much she has to stand up under for a couple of decades. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, oh yeah, I didn't quit it, and 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 his mom wasn't cute. No, it's like I've been in this situation and. You, someone that I looked to openly, mm-hmm. have have been a source of great pain for me my entire life. And not only have I had to stand up against you, but I've had to endure the humiliation mm-hmm. of my my philandering husband. Mm-hmm. And all of this in the name of serving the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My goodness, you know. So that's a lot to hold on to. So I I 
I love that she had a moment to say that to her with her whole heart Mm -hmm. and say how much you have hurt me. And I think it's important that Lady May take that in and understand that. The rest of it, Shaw... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But that part, I was like, oh, man, I feel that. And I'm gr- I'm glad that you had that moment, Carissa. Yeah, because yeah. she had been, t- I, for, to me, she made that exchange. Like, she was going to take all those losses, all those L's, you know, the cheating husband. But at the end of the day, she thought she was getting this promise. You know, she'd be the first lady of this church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jacob would at least be in line well enough to feel like they were a family. Mm-hmm. And she never got any of it. Mm-hmm. And why so not? that's why she feels so impatient, because it's like, it's past time. It's past two. Why do you think Lady May and her never got along? Two grown women, two strong women, oh, yeah. women yeah. in the just same house. Very yeah. strong. Very, 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 very strong. I mean, you strong. see how much doe-eyed just quietness Grace does all the time. Like, she, <laughs> there's, so much, there's so much she cannot say. Mm-hmm. But what I love about Grace is the tact. I think that it's so important to know how to move strategically to earn a certain delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. So I think even in the moments where Grace is faced with the things that she does not want to do, she figures out a creative manner to kind of still get that point across in a way that she's not showing her hand. Yeah, well, because that, if you're trying to if you're trying to win the war, you can't you can't be reactive. Yeah, that's a then, journalist mm-hmm. background. That's trained. Well, that, that's yeah. what I love Very about trained. Yeah. That's what Even I love. down to how she pastors the church. It's like, yeah. oh, you want me to, to murder the church? Okay. <laughs> okay. But she also comes from a from, she's not in the deficit that Carissa is, like mm-hmm. trying to marry sure. into the family. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's the favored one. She's yeah. the one that's always been named chosen. Mm-hmm. She's she's always had the um gaze of of her father Mm -hmm. and and, uh, the entire church has always been like oh you're the one which is uh, of course um charity and carissa all of them would would feel a certain way they're Mm -hmm. like well what about my gifts you know and and of course they have to strive and they have to show and they you know And, and it comes out in different ways when they do not feel seen and appreciated I think that's, to me, the interesting part of the relationship that Grace has with AJ is that all those gifts, all those positive instincts land flat with him. Mm-hmm. And you even see it sort of in when they're communicating and she tries to reach out to him and she says all the right comforting things and she sees him in the right way and says, like, I don't understand. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes this relationship so interesting mm-hmm. and nuanced. Um, what did you guys feel about uh, that break that AJ made with Grace on this episode? Even, <laughs> with, even with the money, I couldn't believe he... Like, that really was... Huge. <clears throat> There's some decisions. It's, it, I almost feel like you have to just rip the band-aid off and say, here, this is my son. This is what happened. Like, it, it just... Because... By continuing to hide him, there's gonna be there's gonna be ramifications on that end of things, yeah. and it's just it's just a, a situation that I don't know. I think we saw in the the previews for next um, the next episode that Grace actually has to go to her mom and it's like, how do I figure this out? It's in a situation where you just don't know which direction to go because you thought you made a good decision eighteen or nineteen years ago, but now that wasn't the best decision. And that decision mm-hmm. has cost you like what both of your kids are mm-hmm. in in some in some ways. Mm-hmm. So I think I think for me it was really important for AJ to make that break because just as human beings at the undertone it could be like oh well this is what he wanted he just Mm -hmm. needs support he just needs you know he just needs the money or he just needs housing but like no it's really like the fact that yeah you Mm -hmm. have abandoned me and I continue to feel abandoned so Mm -hmm. I think him making that decision to step away from the financial support is a huge statement to say like this is not about money I've already been struggling for so long if you're gonna come in come into my life and that is a revolving Mm -hmm. door Mm -hmm. and I think that that's something that echoes from this show but also just to like the reality of like how you have those parental relationships or even sibling relationships it's like we need to transcend the transactional and it needs to be like 
unconditional because mm-hmm. she's left him a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. How how have you reconciled, especially when you got the script to begin with, Grace's character with someone who seems like perfect essentially, and then that she made this choice, and then it's a continuing choice to keep him a secret. Mm-hmm. Gosh, well, I loved that storyline. I loved. <clears throat> the entire AJ storyline because it adds a whole other layer to the genesis of her story of, Mm -hmm. you know, when she was leaving home and all the Mac stuff was happening, that there was a whole other layer of things that was go that were going on with her at that Mm -hmm. time. And the fact that she was in such a place of distress and it has caused all of these things to happen a couple decades down the road. I I just feel like it's such a human experience Mm -hmm. where people can just be like, I was a kid. I was a kid. I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So now when she's faced with, you know, AJ says that when he came back to find her when he was 18, you know, and he had just gotten free of his um, foster, his situation. And because of that, because of her turning away from him again, Mm He was hungry and ended up in prison. And now all of those, uh, uh, you know, she's just so many things that she has done. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, this saintly thing that I think Grace has around her just crumbles under that Mm -hmm. because it just makes her just vulnerable, human, approachable, and real. Yeah. Yeah. Did you you find that to be true, Thelma, when uh, I think he said that you're so good you don't even see your own shadow? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I think. Like, does Grace suffer from that? Yeah, I think, and that's also the conversation that her daughter's trying to have with mm-hmm. her, right? Yeah. It's like, Mom, at the end of the day, um, ugh, and, and, and if you, to me, if you ask Grace, she's not making a conscious choice to keep him hidden. It's the choice that has to be made. It yeah. feels like a choice that's being made for her. For her, okay, yeah. right? Is that but so I, Lady May? This is what has to happen, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. I think Grace needs to come to that realization, like, no, I am choosing. To continue exactly. Mm -hmm. So, what are the ramifications of that? Because at the end of the day, there's so many people in that congregation and around the world that are freed by that understanding of like she was a child. Mm -hmm. She was she was going through this. That doesn't take away from who she is and this saintly um, way that she's able to carry herself in terms of like decision making. But it's like you made a mistake. But now, how are you going to face it? But now it is. But no. But also different. But he's been in town for a while. She's keeping it secret. So Mm -hmm. now it's. Your choices currently are exactly. are what's going to affect what we're feeling about you. Yeah, but that's also dealing with you know. Yes, there there might be a few people in the church who's like, okay, she was young, she made a mistake, but that's not going to stop the church from talking. Absolutely. So that's a whole other element yeah. in it because it's like, okay, well, you know, the rest of her family, oh my gosh, but she Grace, was the one bright Grace, light. Yeah, Grace, you know, she has it all together, and then you, it turns out that she doesn't have it all together, and now you know, I, I, sometimes with the church is like you you the intentions are good, but then the human gossip part of it is not the greatest. But isn't that what's wrong with the... Isn't that the bigger question that we're asking? Who has it all together? So why must we put on the facade that we do? Right? So I think that's, that's the corrupting premise of the church or of the secrets that really kill us at the end of the day. So it's like I think Grace needs to come into terms like she needs to make a decision of who she wants, how she wants to handle the situation and um, free herself of the idea that it's being made for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when you she know, talks to Noah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's back to, learn, to get to know his son. 
Yeah. Um, I, I just had a, a flash of the situation that AG was in, having gone to prison and, you know, wrong place, wrong time. Falling asleep he, in the house. Yeah, yeah. you know, g- a generally good kid and how she's trying to throw money at it. And I just had a flash to the, the whole the whole thing of, of, you know, young black men being incarcerated. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when, when they see us and, and how, how they, um, money is not just going to, Take away all those things that were t- that were that happened to you unjustly, mm-hmm. some horrific things, and the fact that I, I think this episode, Grace is finally understanding. I I have to go farther. I have to do more, mm-hmm. and I I look forward to seeing how she takes that on. Yeah. As a Me viewer, too. I'm understanding that because I, I think AJ has walked the line for me between like vulnerable, I feel bad for him, and then danger because he seems dangerous. Like, and I'm not sure yeah. what what he might do in the next moment. Mm-hmm. And I saw that in that conversation he had with Aaron. Uh, but then, he, but when he said to Grace, I, I actually w- stepped away because I didn't want to do something that would hurt you. Right. Um, that to me told a lot about his character because because he, yeah. he knew who you know his motivation, but yeah. he just had to. Remove Jacob himself. is just a doll. Jacob Gibson, who who oh. plays AJ. I mean, he's just so layered mm-hmm. and yeah. beautiful what yeah. he's doing, and it just gets more and more incredible. You're just gonna fall for him over and over yeah. again. And I think we also just like, just in the greater scheme, we just have to recognize the cognitive challenges that people who experience heightened trauma go through. So it's like for him to even have the self-awareness to be able to state like, you know what? Uh I'm going to need a second. (laughs) It's so important because he doesn't even realize, Grace probably doesn't even realize how much trauma she has gone through. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when we don't lead with trauma-informed understanding, it's like then you're just re-victimizing you know, the victim. Mm -hmm. I think that's the issue. Yes, yes. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see that growth. Uh, of course, we have a little bit of news and gossip to get to as well. Oh, <laughs> oh let's get to gossip. <laughs> yeah. We have gossip. We have news and gossip? Yeah. Yeah. The gossip yeah. and news? Yeah. Yeah. Some gossip. Well, we'd love to know some of the stuff that you, we, we have coming yeah. up on Greenleaf. What are some of the things that we have coming up for? For Grace? Yes, for Grace, for sure. For Grace and for Merle Dandridge. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to know both, of yeah. course. Ah, mm, uh, gosh. The, I, I don't know what to say about the season without giving anything away, but it's... I, I'm so grateful for this season. I, I So many beautiful things happen. And I think a lot of the things that the audience have have been asking questions about the the Lady May Grace relationship is mm-hmm. is really going to get fleshed out um, in between the the sibling relationship with uh, Jacob and Charity and Grace. I, I don't think we've seen a, a ton of that, so you get to see more of that, which I really think. And, I, and there's there's just a a level of um, I don't know, just flavor and juice and ease and and. It's just fortified by all these years that we have been together mm-hmm. that that the relationships just feel so wonderful to explore. And there's such a safety that we have with each other that we can do these really, really tough things together and um, and and find our way. I mean, just being able to see that moment in um, what a couple episodes ago where the, all the Greenleys were on the couch together yeah, yeah. you've never that, seen yeah. that yeah. Yeah. you've yeah. never seen that before they're evolving and they're changing they're not always going to get along mm-hmm. and we know that for sure but um, this is a family that does love the Lord and, and, and wants to 
um, make his love known, and they're just too caught up in their stuff. So I feel like they are just getting down on their knees this season, yeah. figuring it out so that they can do their work. Yeah. 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 They need to do their work so they can do that work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel, I, I'm so happy that we are doing that this season. Yeah, we yeah. feel it. We feel it as the you audience. Do? We feel it. Yeah, we, we do. Feel it's we layers. Feel it. Like yeah. the, the thing I love about this particular show is that, you know, we're not a, a, a monolith, so we're not the same type of black. And it's not the same type of you know mega church. Every church is different, but each character has so many layers to it. Like you can't watch season one and season one and season four. You see everybody evolve, and mm-hmm. we we're all our experiences. Life like we're never not going to have experience. Mm-hmm. We're going to have experiences until we die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so do, we're yeah. all these experiences, mm-hmm. and that's the great thing about this show. It's like okay, yes, Grace, Lady May, all of them are going through these experiences, but we're seeing them evolve, and we're seeing them make left turns, we're seeing them make right turns, and that's the great thing about this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. As the actors, everyone, I, I feel everyone living in their characters, but I love that the writing has brought them oh my to a, a beautiful place where they, they're allowed to live in their characters. It's it's believable, it's grounded, and it, it brings us the emotion that I we have need to question. feel. Yeah. Lynn Whitfield. Yeah. Is there somebody who writes particularly for her, or does yes. she write? Gotta be, gotta be. Yes. Those lines. Are you yes. kidding me? Those uh, lines are... Everything. I, mean, I know the the, the one liners they're um, iconic. Yes, and, and her and delivery. Epic. Mm-hmm. She delivers them with, exactly. with the gravitas, but like also it's conversational. That, yeah. yeah. No, Nero was feeling while Rome was burning, but at least he stayed in town. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Well, we have a wonderful writers' room. All of them are fantastic, but specifically Craig Wright, our creator, uh-huh. he has a knack for writing uh, for like, Lady May. I, I mean, it's. To, for somebody even to say those things coming out of anybody else's mouth would just be absurd. Right. Yeah. But it's just magic. You're like, oh, she said that. Yeah. It's magic. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think yeah. one, another thing, another aspect of the show that I just love so much is just as a viewer, it puts language to a lot of the experiences we've had in mm-hmm. life, whether growing up in the church or even like similarly the relationships you have with your siblings. And I think nothing on this show is a one-off. Like you can count off in a room who has experienced something similar or their version of something like that. So mm-hmm. I think like that's really putting the bigger picture and the bigger conversation around even things like denominations and how that merger. So I think a lot of there are a lot of socio-political questions being asked, yeah. and at least, and not being flushed out, which I like because then gives the viewer the opportunity to kind of take that Precisely. and be like. Huh. Yeah. Now let's take this to the conversation. Let's have dinner. Let's let's continue to have a conversation mm-hmm. about yeah. it. So that's yeah, what I, I love can talk the most. to my my family about exactly. this, or you know, we, we can go to the water cooler and we can break it down. Things yeah. that just were taboo before. Yeah. Now that it's in a so, you know kind of a fictitious circumstance, yeah. that they're they can talk about these big painful topics more in a <clears throat> excuse me obtuse way. You yeah. know, and it's not so painful to get specific about it. But I I love when I my you know my family's from Memphis and uh, everybody's in the church and. So so I said, I have like 45 first cousins there and <clears throat> we sit around and they talk about what the conversation is in their church and, mm-hmm. and, and what it's done in that exact way. And mm-hmm. it's really wonderful to be a part of something that does that. Yeah. 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 And for, for great, uh, for Merle Dandridge. <laughs> oh God. Merle. Second part to the question. <laughs> Um, well, I, nothing that I can talk about. I have I have some uh, projects happening, but nothing I I can talk yeah. about. Any, but any more singing? I was just like, oh, yeah. 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 People don't know. And that's yeah. when I started too. Yeah, ten years on Broadway. Yeah. Um, I just did a Tony Award winning show last year, Once on This Island. But um, you know, uh, 
I did a lot of things like Aida in in um, the Disney on Broadway situation. So we're celebrating. I did a concert at Royal Albert Hall for Disney, and mm -hmm. so they're celebrating 25 years on Broadway. And we're going to do a big um, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS concert um, in the beginning of November. And we're also going to do a, a thing on the View in a couple of weeks, so you'll nice. be able to sing yeah. on the View. Um, do with that kind of thing and I don't know I'm just living my life uh, you know visiting the homelands I went to Africa got got a great chance to visit um, Oprah's school for girls and uh, went to Korea visit my family there and, and spent some time in, in the temples with, with my family and your new uh -huh. family the same way Grace is <laughs> discovering the same family, way Grace is discovering Since new family AJ's members AJ is discovering new family members I found a whole family it's an identity search same way your <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly, and it's been really, really cool. So I, I have a lot of stories um, coming out of that in in um, different literature forms and um, and filmmaking, that kind of thing. So oh, you'll sorry. you'll see a lot of offerings for me. Nice, nice. Oh, I love that I'm picture of me and Lizzo. I have a question. So you are working with like legends, so Keith David, Lynn Whitfield, Bo, Whitfield, Bo Bridges. Mm -hmm. yeah. What is your? Can like, you believe? Like my life. Sometimes I'm just like, is is this? Yes. Me. Is that a dream? And like even that, that, yeah, yeah. That, having those wonderful scenes with uh, Mavis. I mean, it's just a dream come true. Yeah. Are there any? Is there anything that you've learned um, as far as acting wise that you're like? Oh, like it's like almost a keys that kind of changed your. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is that as a um, a stage actor, I'm I'm used to a lot of words. Grace doesn't have a lot of words mm -hmm. all the time. She's very reactionary, um, and so learning stillness. Mm. is really, it, Merle and Grace has been a, a real gateway to a lot of great insight and uh, a change in my artistry and the and the way that I do things. And also, you know, the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 10, hours thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it, putting putting that much time, I never thought I would be a leading role on, on a hit television show. I, I always, I, it was never as big as I could have dreamed for myself. Mm. So, to put myself in that position, accept it yeah. because it took me a while yeah. to accept that yeah. it really did, and um, to walk in that fully was um, a big a big change. And so to have these kinds of titans around me all the time who have been doing it for so long and have walked the walk, not just in front of the camera but on stage and just in the the cultural zeitgeist, mm -hmm. you know, to know the implications of of what that means to have a platform. It's been the best, I'm not even going to say boot camp, it's, um, uh, it's been school for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm always a student, and I love when I get to grow, and I get to get better, and, my, and I'm no longer scared of the camera. I used to be so scared of the camera, <laughs> so scared of it. But so many things have changed, and it's just a, a little bit more comfort and ease with what I know God has put me on this earth to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You got the best playground. One more question. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Was, yeah. I have one more question. Yeah. You said you and Kate, Keith David sing on, on set. Yeah, Is there a particular the song that you guys go to? What are we... I think he's always surprised by the things that I know um, because he loves old standards. But I, you know, I'm from the stage as well, and um, I remember he heard me sing um, 
a nightingale sang in Barclay Square mm-hmm. not too long ago, and, and he he was so confused that I knew that <laughs> song, and so we just started riffing back and forth. But I think you might have seen on on social though we we also did a. Um, a duet of uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. We like oh, to sing yeah. that together. He's, That's sweet. he's just a doll. I love mm-hmm. spending time with him. And um, he's a wealth of knowledge, as well as all of them are. So they're generous with it, yeah. which is um, <laughs> my my great gain and, and gift and blessing. Yeah. But I will just touch on just the growth that we've seen, that I've personally seen in your character and also in just the semantics of the scenes. I remember mm-hmm. we had the round table where everyone was like yelling at Grace, like, why didn't you stand up for us? And you thought maybe she's going to say something. What's going to happen? And I thought the choices you made as an actress was so important because you, it was so much more interesting than having a reaction, right? It was mm-hmm. like that stand up. I think you like kicked the chair or something. It was like, very calmly, excuse me, or I have to leave. I think that moment was really powerful because a lot of times we're wondering okay how is she going to react is she going to respond to it but mm-hmm. instead it was very calm which shows I think a lot of times even alludes to even more anger because in real life it's like when I'm too calm mm-hmm. yeah. you, don't yeah, like you don't want any of this yeah. you don't want it. you don't yeah. want the smoke so, that, yeah, <laughs> so many powerful moments I, I think she did the same I think that last moment where she um, goes to Lady May and says my son mm-hmm. I thought that was because A you went to that one person that we didn't know you'd go to to lean on. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that moment, she might be the one who understands you the most. Yeah. So um, we have a, a lot of great stuff coming up. So we're super excited for the future of Greenlee. Yeah. Oh, so excited uh, to you. have you here. Thank you so, so much. And again, I'm so grateful. This is so such intelligent conversation, and you guys are so wonderful supporting us. Thank you yeah, so thank much. You. And to you guys yes. for watching. Thank you. As thank always, you. guys, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Oh, I'm Thalmy Baseway Daniel. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Thalmy. <laughs> and you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Also, check out tktrinidad.com. And Ms. Dandridge, where can you find Everything you? Merle Dandridge. See you guys next week. Ciao. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.